The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Griffin, you brought us here to. I mean, I want to thank you all, all for joining me here. Press. I okay. want to thank the press. I want to thank my. We never use the press room here at My Brother, My Brother, and Me HQ. We've had nice. one for years. This is our first proper press conference. I'm so glad that my family is supporting me through this difficult time as I make these trying announcements to you. And I ask for your patience. I ask for God. I ask for God's bliss. and uh, You ask for God? Just, like, give him to this you? This is a press conference, and I don't think there's so much of a back and forth at the press conference until we well, get to the that, proper wait, Q&A oh, segment. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's what a press conference is, but go on. Well, okay. It's not so much a conversation. It's me talking about, now, I need God's help on this one and my family. I love them, and they love me and support me through this announcement that I have to make in these trying times is that I have decided today... I think I'm just probably not going to end up taking it, have taken a shower. I think, mm. I think, but the clock will roll over and it's going to be October 9th. And on October 8th, when I look back in my diary and I have the usual section in the diary, it says shower time. That won't exist. There won't be an entry for that. And it's a difficult decision that I made. And it's seven, it's seven thirty central time right now while we're recording this. And I could, I, 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 I could ostensibly take one after the recording, but then a night shower just doesn't make any sense in my life right now. And have there been times today where I could have taken a shower and said I was playing Stardew Valley? The answer to that is, of course, yes. But it's just... Are you ready to open it up to questions, please? I want to thank my family and God one more time because I think that's important because I'll need both their help to get through this one, I think. And... I, I, it's just, I've just, I, it's, and it's not like I've been sitting around all day. I've been out in the hot sun. There's been a little bit of sweat. I did go to the farmer's market. I did go to an open house. There is a, there's a, there's a, an aroma, but I, it's just today's a stink boy day. No showers today for me. And thanks to God and family. Travis, you, I believe you had a question. A little open up. I do have a question. Well, first I want to say, uh, thank you so much, uh, for having us. Well, thank you and God. And God and family. And, um, I also want to say, it it feels weird um, to go first episode to 375 episodes and still talking about your showering habits. Mm, mm, mm. Um, or, lack, lastly, or, lack there, or lack thereof. I hate to interrupt. Yes, Thank you. So here's my question. Do you normally shower every day? That's an excellent question, Travis. Yes, I do. I honor my body with the wet room is what I call it sometimes mm-hmm. the small or the small wet room. And I'll get in there and lather up with my soaps and my oils. And I do try to get clean every single day, Trav, because every I think day. That, yeah. I think it's, it's just a nice little bookend to either the morning or the afternoon as the case may be probably not the evening. Cause it is evening time and I will not be taking a shower uh, after the recording. But yeah, I do. I do typically try to keep my, 
my situation squeaky as as uh as the case may be. Um, thank you very much for your question, and God. Anybody else? God, have, yeah, uh, excuse me, Griffin. Yeah, Justin McElroy, please. Did you have a? Did you? Are you reaching this decision just now, or did you have a moment where you were like, "I should get in the shower," and didn't? Did you cross a barrier at some point from which there was no returning? I it, so there was a moment. Yes, Rachel uh, took the baby, and they did go to Target to shop for various sundries, and I did. Uh, I did stay home. And I had the thought in my mind, this would be a good opportunity for me to go get in the small wet room, uh, uninterrupted by baby cries or any any sort of other situation that may need. And so I made the decision in that moment that I was instead going to, I had a crop, a big crop of cranberries come in on Stardew Valley. And so I did decide that I'm just going to sort of plop right down on the couch. And I, I had the thought in my mind, ah, this is a lie. But I had the thought in my mind is I'll I'll harvest these cranberries, go sell them, maybe pop in the mine for a second, give some gifts to my, you know, my beloveds, and then I'll go get in the shower. But then I saw the the Honda drive back into the part into the driveway and I knew like that that was never going to be a part of the plan. And so I do want to apologize to my family and the Lord for that one cuz I knew and <laughs> I'm getting uh, some reports that when your wife did return in the Honda, the upon entering the house, she said the sink is still, still here. Still here. You swore it would. Excuse me. This is my question. Sorry, I'm reading this quote verbatim. This uh, quote from is from the, God. This this quote. <laughs> God answered this quote from your bride, and it says the sink. The stink is still here. You swore you would not be the stink man upon my return, and mm. yet here the stink lies, surrounding you like a tapestry. Mm. Lies and stink. Both uh, drape you like a, a. It says here a dirty rug. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure. That must be a little bit of um, illustrative sort of language. On and it, it, it hurt. What's but your I, response I, to that? It hurt. It hurt. It hurt. But I knew that the hurt was my own, and that I I've caused it, and I forced it to happen. I I knew the moment she did walk in, and um, her and the the child, the baby, both looked at the gym shorts I had been wearing all day, and sort of looked upon them with disgust and i knew in that moment that uh, I, mistakes had been made mistakes had been made we can't go out there and perform 100 percent every single time sometimes stardew valley just came out and i'm want to get my cranberries going um uh, so another question i'm sorry sorry one question over here over here well uh, let's get the please, fo- sir, let's get the follow-up from justin and then we'll uh, hop on over to travis and uh, Justin. are go- you uh at this point, are you able to play Stardew Valley without a guide? Because that kind of put me off when I was playing it. The oh first hell yeah, time dude! I mean, I, I know. Always all, felt I, like I was. Yeah, I know all the crop rotations and, and everything. Thank you. I know the profit ladders and uh, the statistics. And uh, thank you very much. I, I and and it is because of that dedication to my craft that kept me from the wet room. Travis, go ahead with your question, yeah. please. Uh, thank you very much, Travis McRae. God times. Um, just a quick question: Are you worried that this breaking of your small wet room pattern? will lead to hmm. further not using the small wet room in the future. Well, and I'm so glad that you've asked this, Travis, because I'm looking at my calendar tomorrow is Columbus Day, which is traditionally Stink Boy holiday, where all the Stink Boys gather and celebrate not having taken a shower that day. Now, the thought of going two days in a row, I would, I think I would need to consult a physician at that point, because who knows what sort of bacterium have climbed up into me just because I have stayed out of the wet room that they hate so bad. But... um I, I I don't I don't love the way I feel right now. I will be completely honest. I don't love the way I feel. Um, but follow up, follow up. Sorry, follow up question to mm, that point, mm, sir. Mm, mm. Then why not take a fucking shower? Mm. 
sorry, I've been doing this press conference so long that my tongue got real dry. Um, it's the, it's, uh, it's the principle of the thing. And I don't ask you to, uh, understand or respect my decisions, but I do expect you to respect them. Okay. Family and God. Uh, uh, unrelated, uh, this weekend I was at Disney World and I saw an old man walking around without shoes or socks and I just wanted you guys to okay, know Okay, so I need I you to, I need, it. why don't you come up here, why don't you come up here and I'll take <laughs> We'll switch. We'll okay. Switch all right, everybody, thank you all that think I'm thinking family, this is Justin McElroy. Uh, I was at Epcot, uh, I think I was near Norway and I saw an old man walking around, um, and he didn't have shoes on or socks. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't seem shameful uh and he had a t-shirt on i think it was a big dog's t-shirt mm. and khaki shorts and he had no socks or shoes at disney world that's not what walt wanted and that's not what mickey wants and i'm pretty sure about that um when, um walt envisioned his uh experimental prototype city of tomorrow i don't think or epcot I don't think that he envisioned old men walking around without shoes or socks. Now, uh, sorry, Justin, Justin, quick question here from Gr- uh, Griffin McRoy from Disney. Bl- yeah, Griffin, go ahead. From Disney Adventures. Um, was Did you follow this gentleman just to make sure that he was removed from the park by a big burly security guard who was dressed up like Pete from the Goofiverse? <laughs> yeah, Pete came in and had a like comical handcuffs that were still very much real and he was escorted into uh, uh spaceship earth where i assume he will be kept until his death um may i may i press conference out just real quick you don't have a sure, qu- you don't have ahead. a question oh, about the disney or i i don't okay um, well so you guys go ahead and i repeat out. he was an old man without socks yeah, or i can't shoes believe you don't have around. anything no, for that I'm, I'm saying it no it's just very well okay uh run it back Okay, Travis McRoy, uh, goofy, <laughs> goofy. Um, <laughs> no paper, just goofy. Um, are you Travis, sure that Travis he was- gets the news and he takes it back to Goofy and he tells it to Goofy one on one and he has to talk real slow. <laughs> Is it possible that this old shoeless man was some sort of new character or cast member that you weren't aware of? Are you up to date on all of your Disney movies? Uh, I have a three year old. So yes, yes, okay. I've seen all of them. I know all the movies now. Okay, so now my thing. Um, all right, J- Justin, get get the fuck off this. Justin, get the fuck off the stage. Thank you. Uh, hello, thank you very much. I'm Travis McRoy. You got to thank um, God, thank God, and thank your. Family. I want to uh, thank God for giving me a ride here. I'm predicting he doesn't have anything. I think this is just because he wanted press. Conference. No, no, no. I do. Justin didn't thank God and his family, so his didn't count. Um, I uh, have to apologize uh, to everyone. It is with shame that I announce I took two showers today, and oh I'm worried that cosmically I took Griffins away from him. It's entirely oh, possible. It would explain my. It would explain my. I Griffin McRoy Shower Boy uh, Express. I, do you I think was that- I was at a hotel this morning, and they didn't have hot water, but I needed to wash my hair, so I just kind of stuck gotcha. my head under. It was horrible. So when I got home to my real home where there was hot water. I took a second shower. And even as I did it, I thought, wow, I'm enjoying this in a way that only Griffin McRoy normally enjoys his showers. Mm. Um, and I, can I be honest? I luxuriated in it. I did shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. The trifecta that you only do when you know you've got time. Uh, and she, it was great. It was amazing. Griffin McRoy, Shower Boy Express. I just am curious about how you plan on repaying this. To me, are we going to set up some sort of schedule where perhaps... 
I get to take two showers one day and you don't get to take any? Or what's what's the sort of way to uh, make this oh, right you. with well, Griffin? Thank you so much for asking. I would much rather do kind of an installment plan where each of my showers for like two weeks is one minute shorter um, and each of yours is one minute longer. Maybe you don't get to use soap in one. Right, exactly. Thank you. Um, rather than just skipping the thank, whole thank thing. Thank you. And God... Thanks, God. Here's uh, So this is an advice show. Uh, uh, and here's the first question. Recently, my husband and I bought our first house together. Congratulations. Soon after we bought our house, we met our next door neighbor, whose name we will say is Rory. Because that's hard to say. Uh, can I? All right, I'll just go with that. Rory. You can say Dennis I, if you want. I also Dennis? just want to say, I always love when people um, include these fake names as though... Like, saying his actual name, Jerry, would totally give him away? Well, I mean, fandoms are capable of literally anything, and you know I love our listeners, but they any, find him. anything's possible. Um, uh, as, as they got, uh, that Shrimp Heaven Now kid got elected mayor of his city. And That's he's true. Not in any way capable of, of doing that. As we settled into our home, I began doing yard work and used a big orange bucket. Thank you for the aesthetic details. They really helped to paint a picture. A big orange bucket that I found in the home to take pulled weeds to throw in the brush in the backyard. After using this bucket a few times, I noticed that it has Rory, or Dennis, written across it. I didn't make the connection at first, so I continued to use it until it Wait, finally clicked. What? You didn't make Did the connection. That's not a very difficult connection. That's a good, easy connection, I feel like. It's not yeah, fucking Zodiac Killer. It's Sam Rory on it. <laughs> or Dennis. Did the former home- homeowner steal this bucket? Am I stealing this bucket? Do I return it to the owner? Do I hide it behind his shed? Do I buy my own orange bucket and write my name across it and pretend this nightmare never happened? Help. That's from the real bucket thief. Sounds like your conscience uh, has already spoken, just based on the title that you've chosen for yourself there, that you know this is bucket crime, and you are continuing to be party to it. You're not the, maybe, per- the, the perpetrator, but you are an accomplice, certainly. You are profiting from the bucket theft. This is actually a really good question, because you legally bought everything mm-hmm. in the house. If they left it there, that's your property. You own it. <sighs> Hmm, I've always I would wanted- assume a loaning scenario would happen because it would take. I would need to. I would need a bucket pretty bad before to talk to I would somebody. break into my neighbor's Look home. Look at him yeah, over there using yeah. that beautiful orange bucket again. <laughs> Look at that One of these days bucket. when he's not looking, it'll be mine. He could throw anything in there and carry it from place to place uh, with minimal effort. I bet he could even put liquids in there. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I asked him, I said, Dennis, where'd you get that nice bucket? And he told me to fuck off. <laughs> Can you believe that, Valerie? He told me to fuck off. So I'm putting together a team. I need someone who can do flips, someone who can lift things, a guy who has pencils. Valerie, you're going to seduce him, and I don't listen. I know I've had you seduce a lot of neighbors for a lot of buckets, but this one's different. This is it's the last, big and this one is the last, last job. job. After this one, we can retire. Um, <laughs> this is I. I don't know my neighbors super well, and I feel genuinely guilty about that because I feel I, I on paper I like the idea of knowing all my neighbors and getting together for uh, backyard barbecues and bocce ball and what have you. Um, and this seems like a good opportunity to like go talk to your neighbor. You know what I mean? Like I, I would never just like go ring the doorbell and invite them to dinner. Although I, I'm sure they would be into that um, because of my 
considerable anxiety, but if I had an uh, like a reason to go talk to them, I think I would. I think you should. I think you should jump at it. I think everybody could do better to like know their neighbors a little bit better, and this seems like a chance to do that and have a reason I, for it. I bought a house yeah, recently, sure. and we have a big uh, like bay window in the living room, and there's this older gentleman who lives in the house across the street, and he likes to spend his time on nice days just sitting on a chair on his lawn. And so I like to stand in front of my bay window and look at him and saying, old man, look at my life. Uh-huh. And I uh, laugh really hard every time yes, I do but it. But you don't go talk to him and see if no, he needs anything. No, okay. no, 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 no. You are, you are, I should advise you, Travis, you're in a window right now where you, please don't be like me in every house I've ever owned. Please learn your neighbor's names now and write them down somewhere because you won't need them frequently enough to remember them. And you are definitely going to get to a window where it would be weird to ask them their name. Yeah. Like you are, you yes. are hurtling towards that window from the day you buy the house. Are you that ready? Lady uh, that comes over, my across the street neighbor that comes over to use my phone sometimes. Uh huh. I, I, she told me her name once the first time she borrowed the phone and I didn't know it's going to be a repeated thing. So yeah. I didn't remember it. And now look at me. We actually play with fire one step deeper where Teresa and I, within the walls of our own home, refer to anyone who lives around us as neighborino. So I was like, did you see what neighborino was doing over there? Oh, what was neighborino doing? And one of these days, I will talk to that person, and I will call him neighborino to their face. Because mm-hmm. I'm a monster who can't that control friendly, themselves. Neighborino is fun. Yeah, that sounds like you're you're on some Flanders shit. I don't even I don't even have. I have there's a old, every day I drive to daycare, drop my son off. Not every day, like four days a week. And when I drive back, it always times out that I drive by an old man who lives near me. He's always chomping an unlit cigar. He's walking his dog, passing the same street every time. We are kindred spirits. We are always in the same place. Don't know nothing about him except that he likes to walk his dog in that street and chewing on that cigar. I'm going to call him Jack from now on because he looks like a Jack. I, um, so having just bought a house, this is our first uh, permanent residence, like house we've ever bought. And it's amazing how your psychology changes. I took my dog out into the backyard to use the restroom, her, not me. And <laughs> I will often use the small wet room and then put pajama pants back on. Mm. And so, like, I was wearing some Muppets pajama pants that Mary Smurl got me. They're great. And I made eye contact with my neighbor, who was, like, fully dressed, because it was 2.30 in the afternoon. And he was dressed like, you know, a person, an adult. And I realized, like, oh, I can't just move now. I own this place. I'm trapped here forever. And to you, I'll always be that 12-year-old adult who lives next door. Yeah. Oh, be careful. no. And that, that dookie is going to stay there, and you own that house. And you yeah. got to do something about it. If it's a rental or a lease, you can leave. And then in a year or so, it won't be your problem. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about that, I bet. Are you talking about dog dookie? I clean it up. So, hey, Yahoo. Yeah, I got one for you. It was sent in by uh, Zooey or Zoe Porter. Thank you. It's from Yahoo Answers user... What? Algo Duerado? Oh, this is br.answers.yahoo.com. Okay. It's, it's yeah, all right. It's something. Uh, thank, thank you. Sorry, something's gone wrong. Ask this question. I'm going to call him Raquel asks, Do you think that Mr. Bean is sexy? Hmm. I read this, and at first I thought maybe it's one of those Dang trolls. Maybe we got a real ogre in the mix, a real Shrek situation on our hands. But then I pondered it, and I don't know where to land on The last thing I want to do is objectify Mr. Bean. 
or actor Rowan Atkinson who plays Mr. Bean, but it's 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 a it's an interesting sort of uh, subject to tackle because is Mr. is Mr. Bean sexy? Is I guess the mm. core sort of question I'm struggling with. Is successful and success can be sexy, right? Probably one of the best known British characters of all time. Um, funny. A lot of people think that humor can be sexy or sexual, makes you really horny when you laugh at it. Mm-hmm. But yes, the yes, yes. and pr- prudence and a good problem solver. And I think there's a lot of qualities about Mr. Bean that is sexy and makes you horny if you really want to drill there- down it. Were there ever any racier Mr. Bean bit? I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to get blue. I'm not saying like a sexy. Well, I'm whatever. glad you asked that, Travis, because there was the one in the swimming pool where he gets really scared up on the diving board and crawls down for him, but he's wearing a very tight fitting sort of uh, okay. pair of trunks or bathing suit where you can see, I guess, a little bit of his butt. And probably <laughs> if you look really hard on the 4K Blu rays, a little bit of penile shape. Do you think or that he calls him Mr. Bean? Yeah, yeah. Was there? Because I think there could have been a lot of humor. I just see a lot of uh, situ- like situations ripe for humor, like Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean shaves his balls, right? That's yeah. funny. Sorry, no, writes wait, itself. No, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Thank you, Justin. Yes. You did say Mr. Bane, so we are going to have to take a quick break <laughs> to talk about my flexible friend. My flexible friend. I have to, I have to shave my balls, Mr. Wayne. Um, if you'll excuse me. That's not what Bane's even sounded kind like. Of that is. was Sean Connery kind of a maybe. Oh, that's the only way I can do Bane, is okay. to do kind of Bane Connery. His take on Bane. Yeah. Um, I want to just hop uh, into the comments here and just pick some of those apart. Uh, Ramos Jr. 107 says, in his own way, lol. And I like well, that. Yeah, to anybody. He is confident, I think, in the way that he does his stuff, and confidence is... Well, here's... Let me tell you what's messed up about this question, Griffin, that I've just realized psychologically. The only reason someone asks this question is, A, they believe he is sexy and are looking for confirmation, or B, someone has told them that Mr. Bean is sexy and they disagree. But in either case, a human being has stated or felt that he is sexy answering the question. This isn't a question you think like, I don't, and no one I know does, but maybe the internet thinks otherwise. You only ask this if you want confirmation. I don't think, uh, and beauty's in the eye of the holder. Especially when you're looking at Bean. I, I want to dive down into this one from uh, user Freebird, who says, When he, i.e. Rowan Atkinson, is dressed as Black Adder, Elizabethan version, in that leather doublet and that beard. And then they say, not F, like a- apostrophe A-L-F, like maybe uh, you're saying it with a bit of an affectation. But I'm glad that apostrophe is there, or else this person would have said, not Alf. It's not <laughs> Alf. He didn't play Alf. not Alf. He isn't. not Alf, just to be clear. Now, you're not talking about Alfar. Now, I guess in what we need to dive into next, and we yes. still have the Mr. Bean question on the table, but if Alf is sexy or not. <laughs> well, this is how you build like a logical threat. If we can establish that Alf is sexy, I think that will prove that Mr. Bean is sexy. I know it's hard to Via the transitive that, property. Yes, exactly. Thank you. A equals BC equals Alf. Is Mr. Bean... Justin, you've been sort of quiet on the subject. I'll of tell you Alf. what Alf is really good at. Mm. Nope. Oh, God. It's. I was going to make a joke about eating cats, and I think you can see where I was going, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> Travis, you can park the car outside, but everyone knows you drove there. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Fredo. That's the best metaphor I've ever heard for that kind of thank you, Justin. Rules are rules are rules. Um here's another question. Justin's our, in, moving on before he wants to like weigh in on the comedy. I'll just say it. I think, yeah, he's pretty sexy. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, strong silent type. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, in the last city I lived, there is what I and many others believe to be an authentic, bona fide Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. After visiting, I never got the hype, okay, until I saw a photo from an actual Margaritaville, thanks Justin, and realized that ours isn't the real thing. Instead, it's just this fancy seaside bar and grill that has stolen the good name oh Margaritaville for their own uses. Everyone I've talked to believes that this place is the real deal. Straight from the J-Man himself. What do I do? How do I expose this establishment for their blatant fraud? And that's from Confused in Paradise. Okay, so hmm. the the fact that there were eight T's in Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville should have been the first tip-off. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's not the real Jimmy Buffett. Uh, it was Jimmy Buffett's Daiquiri Town. Here's the thing. Don't you think that if you looked at an employee and said, this is a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, right? And they responded, well, well you know, that's hard. it's hard to say what is a Jimmy know. Buffett's Margaritaville, really. Well, I That's a weird... Listen, I don't think James is particularly litigious, but I think that he does try to keep the Margaritaville thing pretty close to the vest. What with the chain of restaurants and the rum. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's walking Christmas around to everyone drinking a margarita and he's like, no, it smacks it out of our hand. That's mine. You got to pay me $5. To-. But I do think in this one case, you're probably in this right, one Justin. Case, if you call it Jimmy Buffett's right, you just can't. That's James's. James wrote that for himself and he shared it with us, but not. In this way, you're. T- this is a. T- I'll tell you what, though, I do have to call into question your determination here, because like, you didn't. This is probably the the I assume the biggest platform in which you will share this information, and you withheld a lot of crucial details that we could that use to completely to like, put them on fucking blast. Yeah, right. They would be. I would, they would be currently being annihilated right now. I would yelp them into non-existence. Please don't. Uh, please don't do that. The option. Please don't do that. But like, no, don't do that at all. Listen, we aren't lawyers. We aren't experts. And I also don't want the burden of costing a number of people their jobs. Um, no, on my conscience. obviously not. So like, but you don't have to close it. Just call it something else. Yeah. You call it something else. Jimmy Buffett, would you care for a margarita, sir? I think Trav, I'm not, I'm not I'm again no legal expert. <laughs> I think calling your restaurant Jimmy Buffett's fucking anything. Yeah, it's probably oh, good. Oh, I see Can I hit you? Can I hit you with a possible name? Tony Keith's. I love this pub and restaurant. <laughs> he's not using that anymore, is he? What's that? He's not using that anymore. He might even just give it to you. Well, that's it. Now, who is Tony Keith? Though is the real question. <laughs> Mm. Uh, uh, please McDonald's. go find. I'll what about a McDonald's? Mc- Hi, welcome to <laughs> Burger King. <It's- laughs> welcome to Burgers King. It's the new good restaurant, still frame flame broiled. You're gonna love these these good burgers. You can have it whichever way. Have it whichever way you'd like it to be today. Our king isn't creepy. McDonald's. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Ba 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 do. Hmm. 
Okay. S- Cindy's. Welcome to Cindy's. <laughs> our our hamburger uh, patties are octagons. It's weird, right? It's Love weird. It. We say welcome to the octagon when you come in. Um, this is this is a this is welcome this, to RCs. Opening up, <laughs> opening up a restaurant is the most like risky thing you can do in the business world, right? Like yes. what's this like nine out of every 10, like flop in the first year or so. Like, well, you such have a- to think that your only goal when you open a restaurant is you have to think in your head, like, you know how up till now people have not known where to get food. Well, now, yeah, yeah let well, me step in. Why, why run the risk of, in addition to like the pressures of the free food market, um, open yourself up to a cease and desist from the historically chill island man Jimmy Buffett. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. Shit. It does not make sense to me. Unless, unless this place was open first. Jimmy was a big <gasps> fan. Oh shit! My great great grandfather James T. Buffett loved margaritas and villages, and he combined those loves into Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. And this no talent hack comes in and says, "Hello, my name is Dennis La Jolla, and I'm going to take it all." Now, there's also a possibility that it's a fair use parody, and we we should always keep that in mind too. Um, that's a, that's an option. I think just keep, just, if Jimmy's ever in town, just slide him a card. Just walk up to him. This won't be a problem. Just walk up to him, slide him a note, and just, with an address. Or if you can meet him in a parking garage, that would actually be great, too, if you mm-hmm. could arrange that. Is it, is it not, maybe it's totally legal to open up a bar based on any song title? And then it's because it's public. It's public domain, is what that is. And I took mm-hmm. I took one sort of law class in college, and it was mostly like fair use law. But I think if you called a bar like "You Ought to Know" or um, "You Ought to Know" would be the worst name for a restaurant ever, because it kind of implies like you ought to know what's in here. You ought to know what our food is. I think if you open up a restaurant restaurant and you call it Despacito featuring Daddy Yankee, mm-hmm. then you're totally in the clear. Uh, but you have to put Daddy Yankee in quotes because it is a person's actual name. Well, now, that's a rest- now that is a restaurant I would go to, Despacito featuring Daddy Yankee. And you have to say it like that because of the quotes. Not a lot of people know this, but if you ever look at copyright documents, it actually just says, like, we would really appreciate it if you didn't. But there's, like, no legal ramifications totally. to copyright. It's just kind of like, hey, it would be really cool if you didn't. You know, make a movie called Mad Max. Like, we'd really appreciate it if you, like, wouldn't. We're gonna... It's trademarked, so please don't. Please. But if you do, there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, Let's take a break right now and uh, travel over to the money zone to earn our... Money. Money. We're gonna get money. We're gonna talk about stuff and get money from it. Great. Because that's a craft. Our first sponsor is MeUndies, and we told you all about their underwear, and it's extremely good underwear, and everybody should have it, but if underwear's not your thing, 
Uh, we are excited to announce that MeUndies socks are finally here. MeUndies socks are spun from premium materials. They're dedicated to making the most pre- uh, comfortable pair of underwear and now socks you will ever own. I got a couple pairs of these socks, and they are they fit real nice. They feel real nice. They got a nice grip on them, and um, they are they they have a sort of covert hemline. A lot of people will look and be like, "Are you wearing socks?" You're like, "No, they're just barely there." MeUndies. So comfortable, so fashionable, so stylish. Have you guys ever thought about the fact that socks are like the donut holes of underpants? Whoa, that's deep. Because you put your foot through the leg hole to put them on, right? And the sock stays on your foot and the rest goes up around your thing. So like if you sewed the sock to the leg hole, you'd close it up. Well, that would not be very comfortable. No, but that's, this is what I'm saying. It is, it is the donut hole of underpants. I've thought about it for the past 12 seconds and decided what you just said was garbo nonsense. You know what? Here's the thing, though, Griffin. You're going to be lying awake in your own no, filth. No, won't. And, yes, mm, I will. The That part will be true. Yes, okay. And then it's going to hit you if, like, oh, that makes total sense, because if the sock was sewn to the bottom of the underpants, I'd try to pull the underpants on, but I couldn't get past my feet. That's... But if I pulled hard enough, but if I pulled hard enough, the underpants would come with it. Sock would stay on my foot. Boom. Sock, Art underpants, separated. Be, might be garbo nonsense. I'll think about it, though. I promise. I'll put the effort in. Right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You can get 20% off your first order and free shipping. Plus, they guarantee you will love your socks and the undies, or you get your money back. To get your exclusive 20% off free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash brother. That's MeUndies.com slash brother. I should also say, along with socks, they've also just started doing bralettes. Um, you know, super comfy bras. And I was also in there looking. They do hoodies, too. Did you know that? Hmm. What? Yeah. Let me get one of those hoodies, man. What's yeah. Up? Especially as you head into the me. fall. I'm going to check that shit out. Uh, I still haven't gotten any of those sleep pants. I need to get those lounge Gotta pants. get those lounge pants. They are life-changing. Uh, who wants to tell us about our next sponsor? I do, I do, I do. It's Nature Box. We all want to eat better. But when it comes to snacks, sometimes it feels like the whole world is delicious and a billion calories are boring and tasteless. But it doesn't have to be that way. Nature Box has over 100,000 snacks. No. Sorry? 100 snacks. That's still that a lot of snacks. That's a good amount still of snacks. Still a lot, still of, a lot snacks. of snacks. I shouldn't have... I, I should have gone there. They have 10 snacks. No way. <laughs> they have no snacks. No way. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Can this be right? It's <laughs> just right. They've added 100 new snacks. <laughs> No, this is, I've got, hold on, I've got to send an email to check that. No, it says it, yeah, just got confirmed, 100. They just responded. They seemed a little stressed out, going from no product at all to 100 times that. Uh, all Not how me. that math works. No? Come on, you know what I mean, though. You don't have to get fucking pedantic about it. Simple ingredients, no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel good about what you're eating, like... Salt and pepper lentil loops or big island pineapple. I know we always talk about the same ones, but you know, it's good I, the fruit stars. I got to get those. I got a new Jamie Jam. They just sent me a box and it had a uh, pumpkin spice chocolate chip biscotti in it. Ooh, Whoa. you know, I'm dunking those in my coffee with the hazelnut creamer all morning long. Whoa, good stuff. that sounds good. Uh, I just got a uh, French toast uh, kettle corn. Mm. Love that. Yeah. Uh, If you want to try this and you should, go to naturebox.com. You choose the snacks you want, and Naturebox will deliver them right to your door. If you ever try one you don't like, impossible, Naturebox will replace it for free. And right now, Naturebox is offering our listeners 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash my brother. That's naturebox.com slash my brother for 50% off your first order. Go. 
experience the nature box. Um, I got a jumbotron. I got a new tagline. Okay, sorry. Feel the crunch. Ooh, I like that. Not all of those snacks are crunchy, though. Leave them out long enough. Okay. Think inside the box. Have we done that one before? No. Travis, please read this jumbotron. Okay, I got a jumbotron, and here's the thing. This is the first time anyone's ever do it, and I'm going to tell you right now, folks, it's the last time. I'm only going to allow this one message to slip past us, and it goes a little something like this. This message is for Courtney Hall and Lin-Manuel Miranda, and it's from Vicky, a.k.a. Internet Magpie. Thank you, Courtney, for all of the joy your writing on Pajiba brings to my life. Thank you, Lynn, for all of the joy and feels and car crying. Thank you both for unknowingly joining forces to introduce me to MBMBAM. Great job to all. Vicky, you're great. Vicky, this is, very, this is a very good message, and I like this idea of just like, dear Edgar Wright, just saw a baby driver. It's a good flick. You make some good flicks, man. I like it. I don't know if you listen or not, but keep it keep it going. Actually, that's going to be my rule from now on. The only way you can do this from now on is to write to people who we know for sure does not listen to my brother. Yeah, my brother. for sure, but definitely. We have to 100% know that that person not only doesn't listen, but has never heard the name McElroy before. For sure. Uh, actually, yeah, uh, ad sales are, uh, the, they're about to go back on sale. Ooh. Um, the, the Jumbotrons are gonna go out, I'm looking right now to, to try to, uh, to, to get this, so hold on one Well, while you got it, I'll read the next one. This is, uh, Jumbotron oh, sure, number two yeah. from Ryan 2.0 Brown from Mark Beeth. Ryan 2.0, note, the same Ryan who sent you a shirt from his dojo, which increased your headbutting power. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, did you get that? Because I also got one. Maybe uh, it was a different dojo shirt. I got a different okay. dojo shirt, but it did make me headbutt way better. Like, increased cool. my headbutt strength by like 100. Uh, you have been one of my closest friends. I've been there for the birth of, of both your children. You're a great human and a wonderful father. If you doubt it, the brothers have now said it, so it's an irrefutable fact. I'm glad to call you brother, Mark. That's that's also lovely. That's it was a very, very sincere and nice. primo message. Uh, thank you, Mark, for sharing that and for giving Ryan, hopefully, a good message. We don't know if Ryan listens, but I, I hope so. Well, hoopity dop dop, scoopity dig dop, dee 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 Stop podcasting yourself. We don't even know anymore. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download your podcasts. Justin, you got that details? Uh, Jumbotrons from MBMBAM, The Zone Cast, Wonderful Pod, and Greatest Generation 2018 Jumbotrons go on sale 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or is it? Yeah, be Eastern Standard Time at that point. Eastern Standard Time on November first. Cool. Ready. Seriously, they and sell, also they sell out extremely do, quickly. So please, if you want to get a message on the show, make sure you're ready. We also do them on uh, Schmanners, by the way. So if you want to do personal, yeah, on any of our podcasts on Max Fun, just hop on. That's not actually accurate. We don't do them on Sawbones. Gotcha, sucker. Sorry, I don't know why. Never really talked about it. How um, do you want to talk about it now? Because no, you sound really I, I, you sound super. I probably need you to sound, talk about it with Sydney. You sound PO'd. No, I just don't. I just I just. Well, now the energy is weird because you sound super PO'd, dude. 
I just am not. I'm not super. Well, how do you want to do? Question? Do you want to do a press conference about it? This always this has helped us in the past. Oh, oh gosh, this has become a defense mechanism, Justin. <laughs> I want to deflect. What squad? What a burger. <laughs> The name, the name of the restaurant past that. can't make you laugh. Is what a burger! Up until now, everyone has known what a burger as the place at the Dallas airport where I saw Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's in everybody's favorite. <laughs> That's in everybody's favorite. What a burger thing! But there's a new thing in town. What a burger is launching the Triazo burger with creamy chili sauce. <laughs> This press this this press release I like because a lot of times in these press releases people are trying too hard and I feel like in this one they didn't try re- very much at all and maybe they were just sort of writing it word by word not really knowing what the next word would be chorizo a type of ground sausage that derives its bold taste profile and deep red color from a fresh blend of spices is already a staple in many places and gaining in popularity. So already, Whataburger is on the defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying chorizo's yes, actually good. So calm we're down. We're late to this category, uh, but trust us, lots of other people do it. I also really and, like that the first half of that sentence sounds straight off Wikipedia. Like, yeah, here's what. It, but then the second half of the sentence kind of peters out, like a kid who like copied and pasted, and I'm like, well, I can't just leave that. I have to add something to it. And also, I really liked the book. And also, and Chari- the characters were good. The dog represented uh, industrial revolution. The sizzling chorizo gives the burger a bold taste, while a blend of fire-roasted poblano peppers, red peppers, and onions give it a fresh bite. What a burger combine these two ingredients with the new creamy chili sauce, two slices of Monterey Jack cheese, and two fresh all-beef patties for a unique burger with the perfect balance of spice. So those two paragraphs are already in it, right? And then they go into Rich's office and they're like, Rich, help me. (laughs) I wrote two paragraphs and I don't fucking know what else to say. We can't just send out two paragraphs. And Rich is like, no problem. I've got it. Quote, Mexican-style chorizo makes this burger unique with its deep red color. (laughs) We're still very hung up on the deep red color of chorizo. That's very important. With its deep red color, fresh blend of spices, and bold, flavorful profile, says Rich, the Whataburger Vice President of Marketing and Innovation. The flavors on this burger blend nicely for a balance... For a balanced but savory taste, we think our customers will really enjoy it. Now, I want to take two things I need to break off here. He he clarifies that it's savory, okay? You're not Cinnabon. There's not a question in my mind of what the flavor profile is going to be on this burger. You do not need to clarify for me that it is a savory taste. And then he says, we think our customers will really enjoy it, which I really appreciate the humility. Because he could have very easily said no. But no, he said, think. Listen, we took our best guess, and here's what we know. There's a bold red color on this. Lots of other people are doing it. <laughs> spices, and it's a fresh blend and a bite. And there's spices and a deep red color. And we fucking, 
we're out of ideas over here at Whataburger. So if you listen, other people are doing it. Just trust us about this. If you have anything, if you have any new ideas, please let us know. We are just hard. Up. I love that in like that that statement. There's so many different uh, like uh, so many uh, synonyms for blend and spices. Like the, yeah. the mix of flavors is great. The blend of spices is great. The morass of tastations. It's wonderful. You're gonna love that. It's just everything you can do. Be like, we put a bunch of like fucking flavors in it. Is that okay? Do you? You're gonna eat it. You won't even know if you like it. There's just so much flavor. And then you'll be done. Please enjoy it. We hope the, we we think you will. The Trezo Burger is only available for a limited time, and then in a parenthetical it says no exact dates to share. So they're really just taking whenever the, whenever the Chorizo runs out. Yeah, if whenever you guys stop bought, liking it, you can tell us. We'll take it away. We're we so bought sorry. fifty pounds of Chorizo from somebody that promised us people like it. We're just going <laughs> to see what happens. I wait. <laughs> Our sister's kid has invested in chorizo. He's yeah. promised us you'll really like it. I then they, these motherfuckers have I kid you not a bullet pointed list that I will spare you, but a bullet pointed list of everything that is on the burger, and it covers exactly they they did it in prose, and then they wanted to break it down into like the real nitty gritty of exactly what's on this motherfucker, and that is available for a limited time. They're also doing a Spiced up chorizo sausage, what a burger late night and breakfast with the uh, 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 and then there's a taquito. I just a slice of American cheese in it, which does seem strange. to be not how the taquito was intended, but okay. I just like I would eat one of these, I think it sounds good. I'm a fan of chorizo, but I will say this blend of lots of meat and spicy sauce and spicy cheese, like they may as well get like fucking Oscar De La Hoya to come in and duct tape this to a boxing glove and just punch it directly into my stomach because it will be that will essentially be the <laughs> result of this event just get like Chuck Liddell to come in and duct tape it to his foot and just kick it right into like my fucking ribs because that'll I'm basically sorry. be about where I'm at I'm sorry they have a list <laughs> there's four things in the taquito there's a soft flour tortilla scrambled eggs chorizo <laughs> there's a colon and it says fresh blend of spices sizzling bold flavorful deep red color <laughs> <laughs> you, you get this right it's red it's fucking red it says one slice of american cheese <laughs> but listen the trees it's just deep red it's so beautiful and none of us can bring ourselves to taste it but here's what we know about it just from observing it deep red color and there seems to be a lot of fucking spices in there yeah I'm gonna eat one Sizzle. of these. I'm gonna eat one of these tomorrow. Yeah, um, which means I'll talk to you guys on <laughs> Thursday. Uh, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, please. This one's sent in by Hannah Troxel. Thank you, Hannah. It's, uh, Yahoo answers user Amen A Y M E N Amen asks if I want to make a spa, what will really put it over the top, and how can I beat other competitors? Sorry, if I, one more time. If I want to make a spa, what will really put it? over the top and how can mm -hmm. i beat other competitors hmm. you go to the spa maybe you're getting a rub or a oils applied to you or uh some sort of exfoliating treatment or maybe you're in a mud situation for a while that's all standard operating procedure this mm -hmm, person mm -hmm. wants to take their spa over the top and 
beat the shit out of their competitors and Travis has that. I've stalled for long enough. Go, Travis. I've got it. Thank you. Every other spa, right? Every other spa. Thank you. Pampers. Yeah. Pampers you, right? They they treat you like a little baby who needs a good rub down. Oh, you need facial and wrap, right? Not this spa. This spa (laughs) is fucking hardcore. You got people yelling at you like you massage rocks. Yeah, they, they like you have to like slide down. I don't know, like sandpaper to take fully at your skin. It's okay. a really, it is not a relaxing you, experience at all. When you said this spa rocks, I wish you had stopped because that painted such a beautiful picture in my mind of Travis McElroy's Rock and Roll Spa, which is mm-hmm. a great name for a business. So much better than Tony Keys. I love this pub and restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, that I think we could have a lot of fun with it. Like maybe we just have like a lot of, you know, heavy shredding taking place in the background while people assail you with sandpaper and mm-hmm. rolling pins, but in a way that still feels good at the end of the day, but you're, you're also yeah. listening to Pantera. Here's what we're going to call it. We're going to call it Dick's last spa and resort. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's going to be, that's very good, by the way. Take a moment to let it sink in, because it's, like, really good. And that's all that I had for that great, joke. Great, great. Because sp- Dick's last spa and resort. Do you understand now? Yeah, I do it's good. Really. I have another one. I have another idea here. This is my idea. Okay. Um, take a lap. Take a lap, Justin. Anyone who's ever been to a spa knows that there's always a moment where they, like, leave you alone in a room or, like, set something down in front of you. And you have a moment where, like, what do- what am I supposed to do? But you're afraid to ask. But then after that comes a nice relaxing experience. But what if the whole spa was just built to confuse you into relaxation? Okay. Okay. And so like you walk into a room, they hand you a plunger and say, I'll be back when you're ready and leave. And the room is completely (laughs) empty. Right? And you're just left to figure out, and they never come back. <laughs> you walk in, and you, there's a table there, and the room is dark, and they say, "I okay, so uh, any trouble areas? Oh, your neck and shoulders? Okay. You work at a desk? You seem tense. All right. Um, so go ahead and lay down. We'll get started. Uh, go ahead and undress to my level of comfort. Right. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> they take you into a walk-in closet and say, dress more to your level of com- comfort, and then leave, and you're like, is that two more jackets? Where where am I at with this? That, if, if we really are looking to improve the spa process, I wish they would just say, "Get, take off your all of the clothes and get on the table." Because the, get it out. Dress to dress to your level of comfort is is a very kind way of saying like, "Ooh, you gonna do naked? Okay." <laughs> I got my, I got I got a massage when I was like 22, and they said that and left the room, and I was like, I honestly had not even thought about that part of the equation, and huge anxiety, and so I just thought like. Does that mean underwear? It probably means underwear. It didn't mean underwear. <laughs> I guessed wrong. I made an incorrect guess. I think we have found an easy way to to improve your spa is just directly clarify. You should via like multiple posted signage exactly how much you should undress. This is the correct and, and in level. What of part of each spa? Like if you move into this room and you haven't redressed from the last room, bad, mm-hmm. bad job. Robe, you're fine. That's fine. That, this is robe comfort here. Wait outside your competitors, and as people leave, offer them a massage. And if they let you, then just start loudly announcing, like, hey, this guy just left this spa, and he's letting me massage? He must not have done a very good job, because I, I wouldn't want that. 
So you stand outside El Haji to try to relax them more. And if you can, then they must not have been relaxed. Must not have been very good. Must not have been a very good massage. I got a massage about a month ago. I was feeling extremely stressed out. I thought I'm going to treat myself. I went in. I literally slept through the whole fucking thing. Like, is that level of pressure good? Yeah, it's good. Gone. Out. Done. For an hour. I slept through the whole thing. And so, like, I think that a good sort of new process would just be if they see you, I'd snore. So they definitely knew. Maybe a little pinch. A little courtesy pinch. Right right in the, you know, the armpit fat. Just get in there and just say, like, hey, sorry, you were snoring. And I don't want you to miss a thing because you paid a lot of money for this. And it's supposed to be nice. I have a tendency, um, if anyone ever asks me like a question about how much pressure I could take, I am a monster and will say 10 when that's not true. And so like I got this massage and the woman was like 1 to 10 and I was like 10 and it was it hurt so bad. <laughs> it hurt so much. But you know, I, if you say what, something, it'll drop I couldn't down to say 3. It. I couldn't say it. And it was always like, just as I was about to say, like, no, you know what? No, uncle. Uncle, you win. Like she would move to another spot. And so it's just like... By the end of that, like half hour or whatever, sixty minutes it was. I was just, I was in, I my whole body was a knot. I walked out of there like a fucking pretzel because I was so, un- I was so stressed out from my massage because yeah. I was um too terrible a person to say like, oh, you know, actually, let's go to like the six, like I, which I say now to you, yeah, and it's like you're the most normal thing. Speaking of anxiety, uh, I got a couple's massage with my wife one time uh, years ago before we had children. And when we arrived for a massage, there was a male masseuse and uh, a woman masseuse. And we were asked in the moment to sort of pick who we wanted to Do a quick draft. And the fucking calculations that i had to go through the kobayashi maru of that oh it's it's impossible there's nothing there's no option for me there i like i'll rub myself and you both (laughs) rub her i think is where i ended up to be clear where you're saying that because like you don't want to come off as homophobic but you also homophobic but i also don't want to come off as like oh hello yeah absolutely and i don't want to come off as like there's just no Right answer, I guess, is what I'm saying. There's you no have decided way decided this ahead of time to look at a person and say, "I would like to pay you to touch me." It's yeah. one thing if I walk into a That's room the and they're the only yeah. other person there. Massage therapy is a legit, very good, very helpful Absolutely. thing. It's a very good contribution to society. It's it's. I I, I understand what you're saying. In in what face I'm to saying face, is, it's a challenge. Yes, if call I walk into a room and there's one other person there, I know where we stand. But if I walk into a room and pick someone from a lineup. Yeah, that rough. person knows I picked them over somebody else, and that feels yes. weird to me. Let and me also, hit, the yes. other person is like, so not me? All right, cool. Oh, okay. I'm super yeah, good at this. What, what we're touching on is it's a very intimate thing, I think. And the massage is, is it, is, I, I think, because it's it's another person uh, r- rubbing you all all over, and it shouldn't be sexualized. And I'm, nope. not say, I'm not introducing sexuality into it whatsoever. I'm saying it's a very intimate thing, and this decision should not be in my hands. It should just be the situation that I find myself in. Yeah, I'm perfectly happy okay, so either way. Perfect, I just don't have to make the choice. Perfect spa over the top better than competitors. You don't make that call. You show up. The massage is $1,000. But you don't get to pick, and they tell you just get nude, and they pinch you if you fall asleep. And then also they say, go ahead and get dressed and naked and lie, lie down, and it'll be totally great. And you lie down. And you feel hands on your back, perfect amount of pressure every time. 
and you're like, whoa, and you sort of get the inkling that this was not the person that walked me into the room. And then you feel sort of somebody get leaning down close to you, and then you hear, let me sail, let me sail, let the Orinoco flow. And it is Inya. They just have Inya to do it, and you get the live <laughs> performance right there. It's not coming through... It's not coming through any sort of loudspeaker situation. It's really her, and it's only time, and it's right there, and it's that's why okay. it's a thousand dollars. Okay, here's all right. Here's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Pinch the dress signs, but the massage is a hundred thousand dollars. Oh God! And when you walk in, they the first thing you do is they take a snip of your hair, and that's three months before. And then when you walk in. You lay down on the table and you feel hands that are strong but familiar. And you look up, it's you. <laughs> They've cloned you and to give you into a, mas- a sort of massage drone. The year is 2178. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they, they've cloned and, you. And you start to, to say, like, I'm tense. Over, and they're like, I know. I know. I was tense there too three months ago. I remember. Now this that intention. is going, I'm going to go ahead and say. This is a great premise for a sci-fi novel, but at the end of that session, you do have to m- murder them with your own hands because there can't be or, two of you walking around. Or there's going to be a there's, there's going to be a lot. The there's going to be a lot of pivots. Is what I was going to say. Is there's going to be a, yeah. oh well, no, I am Justin and I <laughs> I am Justin and I paid one hundred thousand dollars for the massage. I am going to go listen to the most beautiful classical music composition. Okay, so you're the drone then, right? Okay. I, I'm not going to go listen to m- the most beautiful Chopin piece. I will go listen to Jimmy Buffett is his name, and I love him and all of his songs. <laughs> Jimmy okay. Buffett, island music. <laughs> I love <laughs> Jamie Buffett. You're, so you're the drone then, and where's Justin's body? Ah, shoot. We got another one. Right, so you're, you know just gonna drive, you're just going to drive yourself home? Yes, I have eaten the keys. And I am prepared to operate a motor. I'm prepared vehicle. to interface with the Tacoma. All right, so you're the drone then. Oh, all okay. right. And you murder them. Somebody call the somebody it. call in the fucking rub runner because we got ourselves another one. Nice. Um, I think the most relaxing thing you could do in a massage is like the person comes in and like they ask you how much and you're like mm, it's perfectly weird it's fine it's fine then during the massage you lean down and you say it's a hundred thousand dollars and you feel them tense up and then 30 seconds later you say but i'm gonna give you a discount it's gonna be 20 bucks that would be the most relaxing moment of my life to that suddenly find out relaxing. I, yeah right like i can't afford that I can't afford that. I'm walking on sunshine. It's not, like, it's not I, just that. You say it's $100,000, and you instantly see where all the knots are when, right. when their body tenses up. That's it's where you care. very it. good. And it's in you uh, telling you. So, like, that's, that's, it's, a, it's not the worst way to find out that you are now completely financially destitute. Uh, folks, that is going to do it for us this week. Thank you so I much. I hope we for- didn't stigmatize massage in any way. I, I can't a- stress enough. I love it. And I'm not, I, I wasn't trying to say it's weird and sexual. I'm saying it's wonderful. I just don't like, I never liked being the captain of a, of a team in, in sports either. To like say like you, but not you, but you. I don't it's like an, doing it's an that. Inti- it's an intimate thing. I think when you struggle with anxiety and just like talking to somebody, then it's this introduces a few sort of things that are a little bit challenging to to get get to deal with. But it's good. Uh, 
It's good. If you uh, have any fun stories and you're a massage therapist or we got anything wrong or you just want to share, I would love to start checking out on massage therapy more regularly because I think it's fascinating. Uh, I wanted to say we are going to be doing a – we added a show in Chicago. Um, it's going to be Thursday, November 16th at 7 p.m. at the Chicago Theater. Um, we don't currently have a link to it on our tour page, but Travis is going to do that That I will do before it before this, this. Com- yeah, before this comes out. Uh, so you can go to McElroyShows.com forward slash tours, and uh, there are, are plenty of good seats available for that one. So uh, we would love it if you would come out and hang with us uh, because uh, that will be a fun show. I think it's our first one of the, the tour, so we're going to be all fresh, all fresh and ready for you. Uh, but there's great seats available, and all the tickets are 35 bucks. so... Come on out, and if you already bought tickets uh, to see us on the next day, buy them again. The show yeah. will be completely different. Um, come on, you've given people enough of a chance at this point to buy tickets. I think if you want to come, we would love to uh, to have you there. So uh, come on out and see us. We would love to see you. Uh, I also want to say I had a, a great time in New York Comic Con this past weekend. If I got to see you, great. If I didn't, I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Um, but I also want to say I had a great time hanging out with the folks that I'll be hanging out with at the uh, Jonathan Colton cruise this year. And if you've never been, like I've never been, I think you should maybe check it out and consider coming. You can find out all the details, jococruise.com, J-O-C-O cruise.com. They were telling me about it this weekend, and like I'm super psyched. Uh, I hope you all can come hang out on a boat for a week and like fucking party. Don't ever say that like that Thick again. Back in yeah, party. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song as a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's a very good album. Go ahead and get it ready for winter because it's a good little winter album and a good fall album. And you know what? It's a good summer and spring album also. And big thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great podcasts there. Shows like Lady to Lady, uh, Judge John Hodgman, uh, The Greatest Generation. Um, Ooh, there's a new one called Heat Rocks. Heat Rocks. Uh, that's re- that's really cool if you want, especially if you're somebody like me who's old and uh, doesn't find out about uh, new music anymore because you're old and you don't encounter it. Uh, Heat Rocks is uh, a, a really fun show where Oliver Wang and Morgan Rhodes have a guest on and just have them tell them what their their Heat Rock is, just their their jam, and then they talk about that jam and play lots of other tunes and it's uh it's really cool. So check check that one out. Um, also, quick plug for. My in-laws started a new podcast called Still Waiting for Guffman about community theater. It is uh, a, a very good name for a podcast. And you can find it on iTunes, wherever fine podcasts are sold. And if you like community theater, I think you're going to think it's really cute and fun and, and cute and fun. So check it totally out. And also you can go to McElroyShows.com and check out all of our shit. Uh, do you all want that, Adventures. that final? Yeah. Yep. Finding out who was sent in by the delivery man, Seth Carlson. Thank you, Seth. It's Yahoo Answers user. Yeah, it's me. Who asks, how do I join the Japanese mafia, also known as the Jacuzza? Ah! <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. That made me so happy. I couldn't even McElroy. laugh. I now just only want to talk about a hot tub mafia, please. Too late. Start the show over. Too late.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Oh, good oh, man, stuff. Every time. Uh, well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast too? It's called The Flop House. And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie, often a bad movie, and we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff and, I don't know, hang out. It's all about hanging out, feeling like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show, Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands, and Elliot Kalin, former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return, uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book, All right, Dog. that's enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flop House? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here. <laughs>